0: Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring how we become our very best in the world by being kind to ourselves. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete podcast. I am Pete Sibley and I am so thrilled and grateful that you are here. We are going to be talking about celebrating you on the podcast today and how that celebration of ourselves is the antidote to the world that we're seeing. It really really is. I believe that 100% to quote one of my favorites out there, Byron Katie. She I've heard her say, you know, peace. Peace is just so underrated. There's nothing more brilliant, more focused, more powerful than coming from peace. And my friends, that's our job. Each one of us, that's your job. Peace in you. The extent to which peace lives for as a real deal in you is going to be the extent to which you can put it out into the world. Real deal, my friends. That's what we're looking for. That's the opportunity this life is offering us right now. I mean, in in America, yesterday, Inauguration Day in the United States, uh, Inauguration Day, and everybody is a buzz about the beautiful, I mean... It's just so moving to witness someone like this beautiful human being, Amanda Gorman, and her words and how that just has inspired, you know, my kids were quoting her last night, uh, you know, to watch my almost 13-year-old daughter trying to memorize that speech, that poem. That is the possibility. When you show up fully as you, you celebrate you. And, you know, in reading some of the news clips, hearing that she took her inspiration from Lin-Manuel, who wrote the Hamilton musical, and he gave her a bravo, pat, you know, a pat on the back. And, you know, we've heard stories about how he took his inspiration from others before him so that's what I mean you living and celebrating you coming from a place of self-kindness it's not a little thing and it has a ripple effect it goes out in the world so that's your work so we're going to talk about why is it so hard to celebrate ourselves and why or what can we do about that That's a lot of whys. I was getting excited there. And I'm also going to reflect back why I believe it really is the antidote for all we're seeing in the world. So before we get into that, I also want to say that I'm a little excited because our family, something to celebrate, Um, we have this beautiful shelter dog that has come into our universe, and, you know, when it's right, we just kind of kept taking the steps, and so I'm hoping that the next time I report a podcast, uh, that beautiful dog will be resting at my feet, keeping my toes warm, and, you know, maybe the reason why I'm bringing that up is because our animal friends... They exhibit in you know, all those books written about how they just exhibit that unconditional connection. And so I believe it's possible to experience. I'm not saying that, you know, maybe few humans have, have reached that place where they live it all the time, but it is possible, it's available to us right now to experience. That unconditional, that you are 100% worthy, that you are safe and supported, at least in this moment. And from that place, wow, the action that we take in the world. Sometimes in my life, I have been called idealistic and you know, in some circles, I was really proud of that label. And at at times, I have been ashamed of that label of being too idealistic and not realistic enough. But I also see that a movement of self-kindness is to a movement of that unconditional, all parts of us. And that is where we begin, and why I believe it's so hard at times to celebrate us. Recently, I was um, chatting with my therapist, and she was reflecting back that as adults, it's, it's really possible and seems like it's just the way that we no longer have that kind of person patting us on the back and saying, you know, hey, way to go, a boy. Uh, Or a way to go at a girl. And so we need to do that for ourselves as adults. And as I took that on as my practice and even just tried it out with this person that I knew it was safe with, it was really hard for me. And I have been doing my work around this, a lot of work around this, but I still witnessed how hard that patting myself on the shoulder and saying, hey, way to go, Pete. That, that is a challenge. So why is it so hard? One reason that I noticed that it's so hard is because it, it's not totally supported by our culture and our society. And in fact, I think it's frowned upon. Be, not self-kindness itself, And not self-congratulations, but what we make that mean, how we kind of play that out a little further. You know, self carries with it some of the negative energy of maybe selfish or being self-centered. And we see that as negative. And we have examples of that all the time in the world, where that inner selfishness coming from a place of fear, a place of self-aggrandizing, needing to make yourself bigger than the other so that you don't feel scared. uh, We have a lot of examples of that in the world right now. And so the first act of self-kindness is to begin to redefine and get to really understand that for yourself. Because we have this notion that selfishness and self has this negative connotation, of course, being kind to ourselves, we're going to believe that that is coming at a price of something else. So, for instance, a lot of times when I'm talking with People about self-kindness, you know, they reflect back to me that it just feels like others always come first in their lives and that they are constantly going right through the barriers and the flags of the boundaries in their own life and to, you know, for the benefit of somebody else. So self-kindness starts there. It starts by looking at why are we doing that? Why are we um, continuing to play that theory out over and over and over again? Self-kindness is a movement towards noticing cause and effect. And I believe that is the second reason why we, um, you know, why we have such a hard time, congratulating ourselves and being our own self-supporters, our own self-cheerleaders. It's because we are in a culture and a society that is so action and result focused. Now, in my experience with an awareness and a mindfulness practice, that action result space is down the line. It's down the line in the actual cause and effect in my life. I'm taking my actions and gaining results from the way that I feel. And the way that I feel, my feelings and my emotions that temper those actions and results are coming from my thoughts and beliefs. So the fact that we are... dwelling and living in a culture that is action-focused, result-focused, points to how, you know, really as a society, we're still waking up to what is the true cause and effect in our lives, which is the cause is our thoughts, what we're thinking and believing. And the effect is our feelings, and then our emotions, and finally our results. So if we wanna change anything in our lives, we've got to get in touch with our feelings, and more importantly, the thoughts that are creating our feelings. And this is why it can be so hard. It can be so hard because, you know, it's like as adults, We're wide open to getting upgrades on our computers each or our phones each night almost. We're going to upgrade our computers. We're going to upgrade software. We're wide open to understanding that the first go at it, there's room for growth. There's room for improvement. And actually, we know and see and have witnessed the benefit. We've experienced the benefit of that. You know, we take a first stab at it and then we learn, we grow from it. But my question is, as adults, why don't we do the same thing with our thinking? Why don't we do the same work with the way that we see the world? You know, most of us get plugged in and we're running from a base, uh, you know, programming that was programmed into us as children. And I'm not saying that a lot of you haven't done good work. What I am saying is that we are continuing to see that new programming is available. And what that means for us is our thought work. New thought work is available. You know, even recently, we're seeing that neuroscience is saying that what we once thought was kind of a fixed event of kind of learning and then our brain kind of gets locked in. That's not true. There's neuroplasticity. We can constantly be changing our minds. In fact, um, our mind, our brains are constantly changing and they're now seeing that we can be intentional with how that change unfolds. And the change does unfold in our brains. And when it unfolds unintentionally, then it can be unfolding from a place of fear and scarcity and lack and just confusion. So that's why I believe celebrating ourselves, this self-work, any step that you take towards it is the antidote for what we're seeing. And yes, it, there are many areas, so many areas, where we can be doing better, getting it better as humans. And the good news for me is that as individuals, we can start with us, with celebrating us, with self-kindness towards us, with learning to create peace in us, and that those that appear out there, I can create that place of compassion in me. I'm not condoning behavior, but I can find that place of compassion in me, understanding cause and effect, that it's fear, it's confusion, it's believing a mind that is terrifying to live in. A mind that I understand well what happens when those thoughts have free reign. So begin today. The the last part of why I believe it's so hard to celebrate ourselves is because when you are finally ready, when you have done some work, when you're ready to take that next step, maybe again, you've done a lot of work, but you're ready for that next step, you're always going to be a beginner at that step. And we take in this past knowledge and understanding, but we're a beginner. And so we're not sure what to expect. And we might do something and be like, ugh. <laughs> like, I just, it makes me feel like I want to throw up. Like, is this right? Is this normal? Am I doing like, what's going on? And so at those times, it's so helpful beneficial, beautiful to have someone by you, a friend uh, or a therapist or a coach who's saying, yes, it's okay. (laughs) Yes, it's safe. And yes, you can handle this. Just like when I would work with people uh, teaching them how to learn a new instrument. It's like, yeah, no, you got it. That's, That's the spot. And yeah, your your hand's going to hurt. This is a brand new thing that you're trying to do. And your brain's probably getting fatigued because it's brand new work. And it takes a lot of energy. Our brains use a lot of our energy. So begin today. Congratulate yourself. And then, you know, literally, I'm, I'm talking literally, do it. Like pat yourself on the shoulder. See what it feels like. And Be super vigilant about and watch what emotions arise. What thoughts come into your mind? Do you feel silly? Do you feel like, oh, you know, this is, Pete, this is kind of whatever, right? You know, notice, do you downplay what you're doing? Oh, it's not, I haven't reached that goal that that person has done. So just notice it all. And before you label them as a fact, Ask yourself, you know, can I absolutely know 100% that this thought running through my mind is true? And even if you can say yes, it's still a benefit to ask that question. And then notice the reactions that come with that thought. Notice where it lands in your body. Is it tightness in the shoulders? And then who would you be? If you couldn't have that thought anymore, would you be the same person? What feelings or thoughts would serve you to genuinely feel connected, proud, empowered, free, playful enough to congratulate and celebrate you? Sometimes when I have done this work, I find tears come up. First, it's tears of being sad that I can't do this for for myself, or I haven't done this. And then it's tears or maybe embarrassment that I'm celebrating me. So I just watch it. And if you aren't in that place yet, I'll let you borrow some of my thoughts. Like, you are a delight in this world, my friend. You are waking up to that power in you. Self-kindness opens the doorway of our hearts and mind connection. A beautiful, sometimes scary, but always rewarding place to be. And, you know, hey, you made it to the end of this podcast, so you could pat yourself on the back for that. I love you. I know you can handle it. You've been through so much already. So now, go be kind to my amazing friend, would you? My amazing friend, that's you. And I'll see you next week. Hey, Self-Kindness with Pete listener, I see you. If you haven't checked out my one-on-one self-kindness coaching, then head on over to PeteSibley.com And click on the link, Coaching, to sign up for a free consultation.